Is this art good? Welcome to Is This Art Good? Hello, it's Is This Art Good? It is January. It is cold and we are here. Yeah, cold, icy here in Canada. How's that for an introduction? We just say state facts. It's cold. I mean, that's it's icy. That's basically what we do. We say, you know, it's is this art good? It's the podcast where we determine whether some art is good or not. I am Devin. Yeah. Like that's I am Alphonse. That's basically what the intro to a podcast is. Here's where you can find yeah. all of our stuff. We do that at the end, but we could do it at the beginning just to change things up. Well, how about instead of those facts of like this is is this art good? Yeah. This is Devin. Yeah. This is Alphonse. We just pick different facts. Like flamingos are pink. Uh horse horse hooves are made out of keratin, <laughs> which is like what hair is made out of. Yeah, potatoes turn green if you leave them out in the sun uh, and it'll it'll toss your tummy around. Yeah. Uh new potatoes are just potatoes that have been harvested early. Yep. Okay, we've devolved into uh, potato facts because we've done two in a row. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've done too much potato. Uh 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 potato potato uh ohio uh idaho it's idaho 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 yeah, is like yeah. the pei, PEI. of, of U- usa <laughs> yeah yeah but it doesn't even have a big bridge the rest of this episode we're just gonna be speaking in acronyms uh id is the pei of usa do you remember iga i do they still exist in quebec yeah i remember seeing some when i when i was uh going across canada with the family and i was like whoa that's like the one that used to be in my hometown. How weird. Yeah, we used to have an IGA yeah. and a Value Mart. And then now it's yeah. just Value Mart, which is like the lowest rung on the uh, Loblaw ladder. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, this Today, yeah. today we are talking about <laughs> something Canadian as well, and it's not grocery stores. It's Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the Game Complete Edition. Yes. Very long title. And I got it right first try. Nailed it. Well, it's only a it's only a long title because you add the complete edition at the end, but that is the title of what we played. Yeah. Right? That's that important. Is correct. Yeah. Thanks. That's like when I get my Starbucks order correct, the fucking name. I think I, I get like the drink that has the longest fucking name. Why would you do that? Iced oat milk shaken or a, a brown sugar iced oat milk shaken espresso. You're an asshole. It is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's them who named it. Is it's it, not my well, fucking is it fault. Is it supposed to be made with oat milk or do you get it made with oat milk? It, it's like, that's the proper title. And then I'm like, hey, can you take out one of the, the sweets, the shots of the sweet? Oh, yeah. They do so the fucking sweet, much. good stuff. Yeah. And then I, I just get cinnamon instead. Like half sweet? I, I I think there's like, when you get like a large, it's like there's like five pumps of like the brown sugar topping. Right. And then I get them to swap that out for cinnamon, and then it's oh, like a, oh. a little cinnamon bun drink. Real talk, though. Do, when you go to Starbucks, do you ask for a large, or do you use their stupid fucking size names? I use both. Uh, That's fucked. Kind of interchangeably. I don't I don't go there physically a lot. We uh, will order ah, it right. to our place, because there's not one like close by. So if you went there physically, would you use the size scheme? Well, that that's the time when I... When I I either do or I don't. I I really don't give a shit. I'm true neutral on this. Oh sure, because if you order, if you order it online, if you order it deliver or whatever, order it deliver. Yeah. <laughs> if you order it deliver, then you get then you you just pick large. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you pick venti. 
Oh, oh, you you do or, use so you do use that you have to choose the naming scheme on there on on the app. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like somebody listening to our podcast and then being like, like their friend asking, well, what did they give? Like, you know, this movie. And then they say, oh, well, they gave it like whipped cream. Well, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, yeah, oh, are yeah, you yeah. using their rating scheme or are you using like an actual fucking coherent one that makes sense with numbers? Numbers don't actually make sense. Yeah, no. Numbers are fake. Sure. Yeah, it's all fake. Numbers numbers are entirely in your fucking head. That's why I don't trust them. You don't trust anything that's in your head. Yeah. I mean, I don't trust anything. Well, that's good. I'm that's a very distrustful person. Radical skepticism, like uh, a Cartesian skepticism. Yeah, like a Kardashian skepticism. No. no. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> I'm I'm now officially the co-host of a podcast that took Rene Descartes <laughs> and turned it into Kim Kardashian or yep. et al. I In guess. one sentence, a fell swoop. Holy fuck. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I gave you this game. So important to note. I, so I, I knew one thing about this game beforehand, which is that it was released on like Xbox 360. Yeah. Like three-ish, three-ish console generations ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I knew beforehand. Uh, but what I also thought was interesting was that this is actually, it was released before the movie came out. So it was only, it was yeah. based on the the comic books or the graphic novels. Yeah, it. Uh, I actually remember playing this when it came out. Okay, because Alex Shepard had it. Nice, he would. Have and it. so, good guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, good guy. We played up until the part with um. Oh, what's her face? The the ninja lady. The transit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like years ago. That was uh, like we yeah. said, like back on the three sixty. And that's kind of interesting. Is like this game came about when indie games were like just starting to become a thing, like there had already been like cave story. Yeah. 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 And if you want to really go back, there's like, you know, self-made fucking ROM games, which are technically indie games because they were made without a, a publisher. But that was like back in the like time. Browser that was like pretty normal. No, no, no. Back in like the nineties, like when people would trade oh. around fucking like floppy disks and shit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You have like point and clicker, like text, text-based games yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah uh rogue being one of those I yes think we've talked about rogue likes and that's that's what those are like is the game rogue the namesake yeah they are similar to rogue yes although that's also a bit of a misnomer isn't it because not all roguelikes are like rogue well so there's there is some debate between <laughs> that over roguelike and rogue light as like uh, descriptors. right i've heard that yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it matters that much, but it's, you know, it's a thing. Sure. But yeah, so I played this like way back then. This was when indie games were kind of like starting to blow up because Microsoft was like really pushing them on the 360. Yes. Which was really cool. That's like when I, you know, got really into them. And yeah, this uh this game is like exactly how I remember it, which is interesting. Okay. So it didn't seem I mean, it's an interesting thing when you're working with pixel art, I think, because, you know, you can clean up some things like resolution wise, yeah. but you can't really change a whole lot without changing the kind of the meat of the art style, you know? Yeah. Like you, you change almost the character of the game when you 
or the aesthetic the aesthetic character is what I mean. Yeah. When you change a lot about pixel art or when you try to update it. And like that's going to happen with like a 3D thing as well, but like so like Dark Souls when it came out, it actually had this issue where the textures weren't loading in properly because they were too large. And sure, okay. someone on the PC like fixed that and made it so that they like came in properly and the game looked a lot less muddy. And like with a re-release, like you could do that with a 3D game. You can take a texture that's like kind of low, low grade and like upgrade it like uh, the Wind Waker HD looks great. Right. But with a pixel game, it's not like you can be like, oh, we're going to tweak the lighting because the lighting's all baked into the animations. You can't just up the texture quality or the polygon count because like, you know, it's not a thing doesn't have in those. the game. Yeah. 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 And yeah, pixel art, you'd have to tune by hand, really. Right. I I don't think we'll be doing really any comparison to the original because I have no experience with it. And Mm -hmm. we're not reviewing that. We're reviewing Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game complete edition, which has minimum two colons in the title, I think, uh, which is one more than most humans, I think. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Colon joke. So, uh, yeah, so we both played it on. No, I played it on the Switch. You played it on the PlayStation, right? Yes, that's correct. Cool. Uh, PlayStation okay. 4, an original version of it that is groaning, trying to stay alive. That is, <laughs> yes. Did you, now, do we have three different difficulty levels? Yeah. Uh, average Joe, a middle one, and then like Supreme fucking Big ruler. Cock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Supreme, Supreme Big Cock, cock. Lord. <laughs> you know, you can't spell Scott Pilgrim without Pig Cot. Cot. <laughs> Pig cot, yeah. <laughs> That's right. This is this is true, I suppose. Look at this guy's pig cot. <laughs> you see the pig cot on that guy? <laughs> yeah, the fucking camera pans over and it's literally just a pig laying on a cot. Yeah. Ho- on a man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so did you did you and it also has co-op mode, which you played. Yes, I played a little bit of the co-op uh, tonight okay. before recording. I didn't play any of the co-op mode, and I only played Average Joe difficulty. I don't know about you. Yes, I also stuck with Average Joe. I'm not, like, particularly well-versed in the beat-em-up genre. Uh, I played, like, Double Dragon as a kid yep. on the NES. Same. Uh, Double Dragon 2, Same. specifically. I've, I think I've got your copy right here upstairs. Oh, sick. Yeah. But yeah, like, <laughs> man, I hope you do. I I kind of assumed that we lost all our fucking shit in the fire. Nope. I've also got your fucking Bart Simpson versus the aliens or oh, whatever the fuck. Fuck yeah. Dude, I'm so glad to hear that. That's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Um, There's that. I've also got, uh, I may or may not have your joust. Ooh, can't go without and then, that one. And then I've definitely got your uh, Mario Bros. 2 and one was mine, I think, the the original Mario Bros. We had like two copies of original Mario Bros. and like three of Mario Bros. 3. Of three, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, just for your peace of mind, it was not all lost. I've got some of that shit, but it's mine That's now. sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say okay 
to move the 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 discussion on because that would that would imply that I'm agreeing. But anyways, I mean, <laughs> you didn't know I had it until I just told you. So I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You're only doing me a favor if it's still mine. <laughs> Otherwise, you just you stole a- my game. <laughs> Well, I didn't steal anything. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. We're not talking about that either. That's the great thing is whenever we get into something that I don't like, I can just say, we're not talking about that. We're talking about this thing. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's on topic, in which case I'm screwed. Um, yeah. I also didn't play too many beat em up games. It's a style that I think I like. Mm-hmm. I did like Double Dragon. <laughs> I think it's Double Dragon 2 that I have. Right. That would make sense because like, I feel like I've never seen a copy of Double Dragon 1. What did you think about I, I mean, Scott Pilgrim, the beginning, the first level. I, so I like remembered this game, but like, I really didn't remember how just nice the animation is. Like the, the, the art style is really nice because yeah. taking Brian Lee O'Malley's like artwork from the comics and turning it into these sprites, like it looks really nice, but seeing them move and be animated really well is really cool. Like. It's a weird thing where, like, at the start of the game, I felt like everything felt a little too, like, chunky and kind of, like, slow and almost, like, I would call it, like, gloopy. Like, it's, like, you feel kind of stuck in place sometimes and, like... Like, just, the like, control-wise? Yeah, yeah. the speed of your character? Yeah, it was, like... Yeah, I was, like, oh, I don't know if this will be like great, but also it might just be me not being like used to this type of game. It's funny. I've actually been meaning to play streets of rage four, which is a recent beat em up. Uh, but I just haven't like gotten into it because I was like, Oh, I'm going to have to like remember how to play a beat em up. But now I've had this, I've had this intro course in playing (laughs) Scott Pilgrim. But, uh, yeah, as I like upgraded the, like speed and everything and leveled up the character it started feeling a lot better and like i started enjoying just how the the game worked uh quite a bit okay um yeah so my my first impression was good uh really like the art style i it's a really interesting pixel style where like it's doing a cartoony thing and it's not a cartoony thing based on pixel art like the closest thing I can think of for like how it looks is uh, the Metal Slug games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Neo Geo. Uh, oh, I they remember. Had, yeah, they had it at the fucking bowling, bowling alley. alley. Sick. <laughs> yeah, those games look gorgeous. Like they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were great. Yeah, and they, this kind of reminded uh, me of it art style wise. Something I thought was interesting about this was uh, you mentioned you know upgrading your stats and stuff. I, I thought it was interesting the way that they separated stats and leveling up in this. Yeah. Because leveling up really only means you get access to new moves. And yeah. I didn't realize, like it says something about shops. I didn't realize that shops were just like in the levels that you could fucking walk into yeah, and yeah. just buy shit. And that's and it's how you so get many of them in that better first, stats. Uh... It's so many of them. And the first level it took me forever to beat and this yeah. is a this is a thing like it probably took me longer to beat the first level than it did to get through the rest of the game oh, okay and this is something that i have oh yeah it was a it was a severe a severe thing a severe yeah. issue 
Uh, right. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I cannot it's beat a this hard level. Game. I am slow. I am fucking, I can't. I just keep getting the shit kicked out of me. What's going on? And then one point by accident, trying to avoid an attack, suddenly I'm in a shop. And I was like, right, right. I have to find the shop. And I bought like, <laughs> I don't know, it was like, uh, the I don't remember what it was. Doesn't matter. Right. But it gave me like a an HP boost or and then mm-hmm. like a, a strength boost or something. And I was like, okay, that's great. And then suddenly I was like, oh, this is things are happening. There's yeah. something happening here. <laughs> and, and what, what it, it is, is ain't, ain't exactly, exactly obvious. obvious. <laughs> <laughs> uh and it wasn't. It wasn't exactly obvious. And And in that, I was like, the leveling up is not doing anything for me. It's not helping me get further. These new moves are just letting me do things that are equally impotent, it felt like. Yeah, I think that's like a problem I have with the game. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the way that that's obscured and they really don't like point it out as a thing, but the difficulty really demands that you do level up your character in that way. And like, for sure, you know, like, I think it's like easy enough to wander into one of those shops. Like I I was like, oh, yeah, there's a shop. But like, I think I kind of vaguely knew that there was shops in the game from when I played it years and years ago. And of course, uh, Alex would have like shown me where the shop was when I was playing it. So like, I can't really speak to whether like I would have found it on my own, whether it was like a subconscious thing. Yeah, but I feel like there's, like, the shopping district. There's a bunch of shops, like, kind of open with, like, bright lights. So, like, I could could see it being, like, kind of 50-50 on, like, whether people go in there, which, like, isn't great. It's not great because it's such an essential thing. But what would have been really helpful is if they had, like, you know, just on the first one, like, a big flashing arrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just one time. And then it's, like, now you know about shops. Or like maybe uh Yeah, the maybe doors are closed. Yeah. Maybe maybe you an know? event where someone comes out when you like see it. So that you know it's like yeah. a door that works. Exactly. Or like, you know, they they kind of have the bad guys come out from different places. They yeah. could have come out of a of a shop or something, or like yeah. an open sign, like an obvious neon flashing open sign. Anything yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. you know, would have been would have helped. But yeah. Yeah. So that was you know, I was like level seven before I beat the first level. That's ha- more than that's Jeez. almost halfway up to max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I didn't have quite that much difficulty with the first level. It was definitely still hard and like kind of a bit of a slog near the end where I found like I was trying really hard to like, you know, get a counter on like an enemy or like cheese stuff out so that I could like get through it. Did you find that the counter was like almost impossible to get? Like tap guard at the right time. Oh yeah, it's it's really hard to like to do it on on uh, on reaction. Like I didn't really find that there was almost any times that I could do it. Yeah. Other than maybe when like one of the big tall like the skinnier guys kind of like jumped at me and did their body slam, sure. or when the um the chubby guys would like rear back for a big punch, I could get it then. And like there were a few bosses where I was able to get a, a counter once in a while, but like it's it's tough and like it's really hard to do it on reaction. And it's also really hard to like do it on planning because a lot of like 
the moves that you wouldn't be able to do on reaction if you're planning to do it. There's no tell that the character is about to launch their attack. Right. They just go into it and it's like kind of without any wind up or like with very little wind up. Uh, specifically, the the tall, strong guys have like this tackling attack that just like they just smash through you and it yep. feels it feels like it's like too fast, even if they're like several character widths away to just do a jump. counter on them. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So I can I can counter I can counter the jump, but the the charge where they like shoulder tackle you is the one uh, that I can't which, do. In which time. one? Which guy are you are you referring it's like to? The fedora like the, guy in like the first level. Yeah, there's a yeah, few yeah, of them. yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's, I think he's only in that level. Yeah, because I think they get replaced by like the security guards once you get to the the lee's palace it's leo's yeah. place but it's supposed to be lee's palace yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah which is and so this is a this is a canadian you know piece of art it's set in toronto mm-hmm. and i thought that that's interesting it's a good little it's a good little gag i guess to see some of these icons icons landmarks that you that you're familiar with but yeah um yeah that's a different sort of thing but yeah you have uh those like beefcakey guys the guys that i found were the singular most difficult enemy they almost look like mobsters they had like the red dress shirt black tie and they had like leather jackets um were they like a regular sized person or the regular sized person yeah but they had like wicked defense which is what made them so difficult especially in the last level there's like the elevator level they're not the one oh yeah 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 with they're like wearing mostly black right and then like they have the black hair and it's kind of short and spiky yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and they have like uh, fucking iron rods that they beat you with. Yeah, yeah, and they're just constantly blocking. Yeah, it's really hard because I think you have to get a crit on them to break their block pretty much. What I ended up doing was I would like step a little closer and then do the judo throw on them. Um, yeah. But I don't know what moves you had. Which character did you choose from the get-go? I played as Scott. Okay, just default. Uh, yep. Yeah, I played as uh, Kim so okay okay yeah cool I, I think well i don't yeah i don't know if the movesets are different i had the judo throw it's just like X. they're like slightly different um okay because Alyssa was playing as ramona and there's like some differences mostly in speed but like everyone gets like the double jump ability that's like the little spin jump yes everyone gets like the you know the poke where you can like low hit someone who's on the ground the yep yep yeah yeah super useful in boss fights that's like one of yes. the most useful things in the game. Yeah, yeah. And then a little later you get the like low stomp where you can like do a heavy attack on them. But well, I Oh, yes. Yeah, I got that like near the end of the game. Right. Sorry, going going back to like I think it's like kind of an issue with the shops where like those are your only way of like getting stat boosts. Yeah, it's definitely an issue. Yeah, like I I think it would also be less of an issue if the stores that are in the levels had like more large upgrades available because like going back to the shopping district every time is sort of weird. Like I would have preferred also, if you could like access the shops that you've been to already through like a menu or something. Yeah. And, and also you can't, there's no way to tell what each fucking one does until after you buy it. Yeah. That's the worst part. That is the worst part. So I was just like, I'll buy the most expensive one. Yeah. Yes. And then all of a sudden my strength is maxed. Right. And yeah, so that, yeah, that was definitely weird. And there's like a snack 
f- function. Yeah. Where like you could get something to go, but then I don't know. At one point, I got like an iced tea to go, but I don't didn't know what that was. And when you look in like the little help menu, it says like beside your health bar, if you have a snack, there will be a plus, and that's it. Yeah. So I think what that is is like. You know how like sometimes you'll get knocked down and you'll do like the he- kind of like stunned animation, but you it's because your like health is out, but you don't it lose a your, life. It uses your gut points. Yeah. Yeah. I think that when you do that and you have a snack on you, it uses the snack immediately. Uh, that makes sense because that's well, that makes fucking snacks like the most valuable item in the game. Yep. Yeah. Ambrosia is like really good. Yeah. I didn't buy that at all. Yeah, like, and it doesn't t- like it doesn't do nearly a good enough job conveying things. of telling you what these things do, why you should buy them, but like if you don't buy them, you're fucked. Yeah, it's weird because like it feels almost like like it, it kind of feels like oh maybe this was like really early for like tutorialization, but this is during the right. era where like tutorials are like kind of some of the worst in like AAA games where like they're overbearing and like hyper like handholdy right and this has like no tutorial yeah this is like there is no handholding and i wonder if it's like maybe it's a commitment to not having tutorials but doing that in the old school way of like old beat em up games where go where yeah it's just go, go. and it's not telling you go. anything yeah yeah whereas like a more modern indie game might kind of find like a fine line where like uh, in Celeste, like you're just kind of I think the only tutorial thing is like it makes you do a dash at one point and that's about right. it. Well, and this is why I'm saying like, you know, and you can pause it. You can check your moves. That's like a normal thing. Yeah. But this is why I'm saying have the flashing arrow over a shop. Yes. If it's yeah, a it, crucial like that's a perfect middle ground. It, where like it literally needs more signposting. Yes. You know, it doesn't <laughs> like, need to stop you and say. That sucks, yeah. Because that ruins, like, that would ruin the pacing. When you go through, you know, you go through four or five screens, and then you get to shopping district, and it goes, this is the shopping district. Sometimes areas like this will have stores. If you go up to the store and press up on your D-pad, you will enter the store where you can purchase items. Like, that would just be like, well, I don't want to fucking see this, especially because you have to play it over and over. I think you could even lean into the old, like, video game aesthetic and have just a, like, a text thing that's like the shiny gold text with like the blue fill in and it just has an yeah. arrow pointing down at the door and it says enter you know yeah sure like any of you that. could just like do there that. are there are definitely options and honestly like this is almost my biggest gripe with the game is the just the yeah. food the skills system yeah same because like it's fast paced you know the fighting's good once you learn to combo moves together and like you don't feel like you're just button mashing like there's a little bit of a method to your madness yeah but it doesn't matter how much method you have if you're just weak as fuck and these guys just destroy you yeah because you're doing like four damage on them because they're gonna hit you at some point so like if you have no defense if you have no if you have super low strength like if any of your stats are low something's gonna go wrong right well well this is interesting too because I didn't think that there was a difference between defense and just health. Right, right. Is that is that true? I'm pretty sure there's both. Oh, okay. Because I thought that when you bought, like if you bought something that was like plus whatever defense, it made your health go up by that much. 
I could be wrong. I don't think I paid a super close amount of attention to it. Oh. I actually, over the course of the game, I think I bought like three of the the Mr. Needle Noses uh, or whatever they're called. Okay. Did you did you find the secret shop in the shopping district? I don't know. How could I know? <laughs> uh, it, it has a star on it. It's like in that part where it dips down into um, oh, the like, yes. overpass. Yes. Yeah. So I bought three of the speed things there, the speed upgrades, and I was just fucking going after that. So I got I got those. I got a couple of strength upgrades, which like are really effective. And I got a Is few that defense the place upgrades. where there's like stuff that costs like one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. OK, so that was the first place I found and I found it by mistake. Ah, OK, okay. And I didn't that I couldn't sense. go back there. I didn't I couldn't figure out where that was after that. Oh, yeah. It's it's the one that has like it's the panel of concrete that has like a star. Oh, yeah. I I, I know completely what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, I okay. couldn't find it later when I went to look for it. Right. Right. Um, right. Like I, I, I couldn't remember that that's what it was. Anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, I bought like, you know, because I'd done the level so many fucking times. I had like over yeah. $300 and I just bought like three of the biggest one. Fuck. Yeah. I was like, OK, let's go. I had no yeah, clue what they did. Chonky. I was like, let's just do it. Yeah. And I thought and this is the thing. I thought that it was going to be like buy an item to use later to fucking fill up your health or something. You right. Know? Right. It doesn't tell you anything about them. And that menu, the menu for the shops is like really chunky, like not in a good way. Like it's no. it feels slow and unresponsive because there's like weird parts of the dialogue underneath that like hang and you can't exit out of them. But yep. then other yep. parts you can skip through. It just feels very strange and like kind of broken. It's all weird. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad that we feel the same about this because this is yeah, it's a no, weird absolutely. thing. I think I think those menus in the shop system are like the worst part of this game. And other than that, I actually like a lot of this game quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's them trying to avoid like an RPG style skill right. points thing where like you level up and you get three points to assign to whatever, you know what I mean? But, but at the same time, they're kind of leaning into it more than any other like beat em ups do as far as I know. Like, well, yeah, because you need them so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think a lot of other beat em ups use a stat system, period. No. And I like a stat system because it helps me feel like I'm making progress and helps me feel like I can affect the way that I play the game more. Yeah. But in this case, it doesn't really. It's just like max it out to win. Yeah, I think I think it's really strict on the fact that you need to use it. That said, like by the end with like how much money I had kind of made, I think I think maybe it could be a little more generous in the game with the money because I went through all the way up to Gideon's like fight in the first. Yeah, I got to second stage. Right. And that was like my playthrough. And I collected plenty of money and like gotten a lot of upgrades and then I went through a chunk with Alyssa. Uh, we split our money that we made. And then like I got another upgrade or two and she got some upgrades. And then I went through a few levels while she was eating dinner on her character to get them like okay. upgraded as well. Sure. I think that overall a little more money given to the given to the player would be good because I don't think you should have to go through more than once to get the necessary amount of like 
upgrades to be able to fight mm. the last boss. I'm I sure there's someone who will do it like kind of flawlessly, but honestly, by the by the last fight with him, where I was a bit upgraded, maybe more than I needed to be, it still was like pretty tough. Yeah. 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 See, so by the end I had max health, so I had 200 HP. Um and I didn't up upgrade my gut points or willpower. They call them both for some fucking yeah. reason. Um so I only had like 100 or 150 of that or something. Um but then my strength was maxed out. Right. And so I was like, well, I figured this will be enough. This will be good. Yeah. I think because I you know, I died so much. Yeah. I think, you know, I had the chance to go back and get get more money. Yeah. But it also, you know, occurred to me while I was playing, I was like, am I just bad? Right, right. Like, it really gave me the feeling, especially in the earlier levels, or mo- actually, no, not just earlier levels. It was level one. It was just the yeah. first one. I was like, am I just not good at this? Am I, Or because I'm not really great, but yeah, <laughs> at video games specifically i'm great at other stuff (laughs) you're not terrible at every video game i'm not terrible at every video game but i was like this seems stacked against the player yeah in a way that is like overwhelming um yeah yeah so that was my experience at the beginning i feel like they're maybe relying on like dying and keeping your money and looping through to like get more money that way yeah a little too much without considering that that's like a very discouraging gameplay loop for the player it's it's incredibly discouraging yeah like like yeah this is a weird thing as we like review games that i'm sure it'll come up more and off more and more often but i i don't get discouraged by dying in games anymore right and like it's tough for me to really understand that with other people but right. like but me i get incredibly discouraged yeah 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 my brain is just like oh well it's fine just do it again and then again and again until you get it and yeah i'm totally like if a game feels fair like uh like enter the gungeon like i will bang my head against that and i'll die a billion times and i'll get good enough and eventually beat it yeah but like when a game feels unfair I'm like, oh, fuck this. I quit like uh, as soon as I'm just like, this sucks. Well, okay, this is great. And it leads me to a question for you. So yeah, other than the first level, the rest of it, I was like, this all feels fair, either because I've upgraded myself to a point where I'm at par with what the difficulty is supposed to be. Yeah. Or the first level is actually stacked against the player. Both both are totally possible. I think it's a bit of both. But then when I get to the end... Uh, you know, there's this this elevator shaft level, and then you fight Gideon, and then you fight Gigadian. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, this was a boss fight that, uh, well, I'll just ask you, why didn't you beat it when you got there first? With uh, Giga- Gigadian? Yes, Gigadaddy. So, it's that fucking punch attack. Yes, Is unfair. it the fucking punch attack? That unfair fucking sucks. You can't counter it because it comes out so fucking fast. Well, you can like, counter it. You can counter it for sure, but like you can't you can't counter it on reaction. Right. Unless you're at the perfect frame where you've just finished a combo and you haven't been like mashing to do more combo. No. And if you move like, down to avoid it, you just fall off the fucking edge. Yeah, like you can move down to like certain areas a little but it's, bit. it's tricky. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on like where 
where he is in the thing. I think the yeah. thing that bugs me the most is that his punch launches you off and then you can't jump back up and you take no. extra damage from that when he already does you take like extra damage and then you fucking just spawn again and he punches again and you spawn again and he punches again. Yeah. Alyssa like was like howling laughing as we were like fighting that boss for the first time because like she was just she had already died and like was just watching me like fucking get like ping ponged out of this fucking fight and i was just like jesus christ this fucking fight is is like i think every other part of that fight is great if it weren't for that fucking punch i agree with you and this is the reason why i didn't beat the game fair was because i did rage quit i was like that's it i said i'm not doing it i'm not fucking i'm i i can't you know, yeah. I played this last night for, uh, I probably tried on the boss for an hour and a half, two hours. Okay. And yep. then today before I went to work, I tried on it for another two and a half hours. Yeah. So yeah, together that's up- like four hours of gameplay spent just on this boss. And I got him to flashing orange once. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have like a whole lot of health after the flashing orange point. Either, no, they never do. Like, Yeah. But it was like, how am I supposed to fucking avoid it? What the fuck am I supposed to do? And I just like, I would get into the loop and then I would stop trying to even play because it's like, he's just going to punch me to death. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like there's some stuff you can do to get around it. And like, you can definitely minimize like how much that's going to affect it. But like, no matter what, you're going to lose like a good like 50 to 100 health to that fucking. Yeah punch well over and, the course of it like at least and i know that there are you know i know that there are things you can do to get around it because i did it and i know that you can like parry it because i did it yeah but it was like it was just to the point where that was happening so infrequently that i was just getting mad yeah. and was like i don't i don't have infinite patience even when it does feel fair and it didn't feel fair yeah right yeah no i think like that's one of the I can't think of a ton of other examples. I guess like the the mecha fight, uh, I also found a little unfair. Not not even unfair, oh. just like bad feeling. Because um, like I beat it first try, but uh, it just felt okay. like shit yes. to fight because you have to jump constantly to hit the things. And then if you jump too close, they just grab you. And it's like, yeah, you can just shake out of it and then you do a bit more damage when you like drop kick them out of it. But like, it just sucks. It's just not, not a good feeling fight. I agree with you. I, I I didn't have a hard time with it, but I think, yeah, I, I agree about it not feeling good. And I think it sort of comes to, for me, the fact that you can't, when you're moving on this side-scrolling stage, and this is a thing with, you know, Double Dragon's a great example. When you're moving on this side-scrolling stage, you can move in a three-dimensional plane, right? Yeah. But you can't attack in a three-dimensional plane. You can only attack yeah, yeah. left, right. And that's really hard when you're trying to attack things that are above you. Both yeah. Like above meaning, <clears throat> let's say, behind towards the horizon. Closer to the viewer or closer or yes. further. Yeah. Yes. Closer to the screen or further or above you vertically like jump wise. Yeah. And that was a really good example of that. And I think that was something that gave me a hard time in the first level as well, but it was something that I just got used to. Yeah. And I think you just kind of, you know, acclimate to it, but that the mecha boss fight was a weird one for that. Yeah. Just like yeah. orienting yourself 
spatially and making making your attacks work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not the best. But like I said, like I beat that one first try and it was fine. Same. Yeah. But like I didn't enjoy that one whereas I would say I didn't I enjoyed like most of the boss fights. And you're referring to the big mech, right? Yeah, the twins uh with their Zaz- Zazinger uh Yeah, mech. but there's there's two. There's like the little mech and then the big mech. Oh yeah, the big one. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the twins actual battle is super easy, right? Uh I think the big mech is the twins battle. No, because you like fall down. Oh wait, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You fight them. Um, yeah, no, it was super easy. I forgot. Yeah, that must <laughs> that must be the point. Yeah, yeah. But I also sort of wish, and again, this is this is probably a thing of the beat 'em up genre because I think that like Double Dragon is like this. It, it goes to the same thing as like this isn't a beat 'em up, but like Contra. You know, you have to get through the level and beat the boss to beat the level. Yeah, and. In this, it just felt like you were being punished so thoroughly during the level that once you got to the boss, if you didn't have it bang on, you were screwed because oh yeah, there wouldn't be that much life left. And it does kind of give you like it gives you three lives, yeah, sort of three. I just did quotey fingers with three fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> three three lives. lives. That's just um, three apostrophes. I like that. It's like when you're uh, quoting something inside of a quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it gives you three lives, but then it lets you, if you have your gut power, gut power. Uh, lets you use them. And the gut power, like the spin attack, did you use that at all? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, I didn't I use that it. at all. Uh, I, it's good when you need to like do consistent damage that's like pretty high. Right. But I think it scales off of a different stat than than strength because Yeah, it scales off of gut power. Okay, yeah. Or willpower, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like really weird where like I was playing as Alyssa's care as a as Ramona, who Alyssa had been playing as, and I played as her for a bit, and I would use the attack and it was like, oh, that takes fourteen gut power and does like eight damage. Right. Whereas I'd been using it on my character and it would cost eight gut power and do like 40 damage. That's fucking weird. So I was getting good damage out of it. I think it's like, you know, it's gut power is your mana basically, right? Like that's the the equivalence because there's no magic in this, but that's basically, you know, that's your big magic spin move. Your, your sword spin that link has It's your big resource. Yeah. It's your big resource. And when you die, if you haven't used that up, it takes, whatever 50 percent or something i don't know what the math is mm-hmm. and it uh it brings you back to life but that doesn't it just didn't feel like it really helped a lot of the time sometimes sometimes it was like you know i got really into like the economy of okay well here's when i will die right <laughs> like if i can make it to this point and i die there i'm good after that right 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 yeah i guess like there were times where i like ran out of health but i never worried about the the economy of my gut power all that much no 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 no. that's not what i mean i mean like the the economy of lives with gut power as like extra life yeah 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 is what i mean yeah 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 i found i found getting revived with that pretty useful um but like usually i would take the damage that i could get out of it instead of having more lives having more chances through it right but I, I think that only pays off once you've like upgraded that stat enough. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Yeah, because it it does really shit damage when you start off. Right. Okay. Going going back to the Gideon fight, 
Yes, sure. So like I I found the first phase was like really easy. Uh, once yeah, I like got used easy. to it, it was like, oh, yeah, like he, he goes invincible. You kind of do the the little dodge, dodge roll, roll for a bit and yeah. then you'd fucking get him. And that's that's actually when I used the uh, the super attack quite a bit. OK, was because I could only really get like one or two good hits in on him before he got knocked down. Right. And then would like do the fucking invincibility again. So I would just the the exact moment that he was done the invincibility i got the timing down so good that i could be right beside him like roll roll beside him and the moment that like the invincibility stopped i was already hitting him with the fucking the spin and that was very satisfying that's interesting i had a very different strategy okay well once i realized that you could bring one of the weapons from the elevator in ah I started doing that so I would have something that I could start off. I would throw it at him right away. Yeah. And then I would run over to him and I would try to use like the, I think it's up and X, like the fire punch thing. Oh, okay. And that does like fucking, but it did between 36 and 60 damage depending. So it wow. was huge. I think that's and then Scott he, only. Yeah. Yeah. Must be. Yeah. Um, And then he, when he would get knocked down, I noticed that he did this like double punch when he gets up. Yeah. But the hitbox for it was like, if you were near his legs, it wouldn't uh-huh. hit you. So you could do the low kick and spam yeah, yeah, yeah. that. You and just then kick him in the shins up. while he's down. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And so that was that was basically what I would try to do was like throw weapon, fire uppercut, and then yeah. spam the low kick and then just dodge the 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 star power. Yeah. <laughs> Invincibility. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, it was good. So different strategies. Yeah. That's good. And then did you find that the the meteor was like super easy to avoid? Oh yeah, you just roll when it hits the ground and it's fine. You, you just move out of the way. You oh just yeah, don't... that too. But I, I got so used to using that roll. I actually used it like all the time. And then I when figured that once you I would. swapped over I love I love a good roll. I love a roll I know dodge in a game. Give me the the invincibility on it. Honestly, that's something that I miss in a lot of like beat-em-ups that i have tried for like a little bit right is just like i want i want a good dodge move and i want it to be optimally i'd like to be able to dodge like up and down with it too but like that's fine sure that that became like a main thing for me once i once i got it but yeah so big gideon fight i basically like kept getting like knocked off the stage by the big punch i i kept fucking hidden him i found the best way to approach it was actually to fight the first form with just your fists because you can like just block the little just punch that shit yeah yeah and then the the sword has like a really long range so you can use the sword on the second half of the fight and it does it seemed to do like way more damage i don't know if i had just gotten like an upgrade between attempts but i didn't have a sword yeah, well, there's the there's the little pink sword that you can pick up before you like get to him there. It's like stuck through one of the clouds. Oh, I didn't see that at all. Yeah, you you can pick it up and then that like helps a lot. Yeah, I bet. Um, <laughs> I fucking bet. Yeah, yeah, really useful now, eh? Yeah. But I'm yeah, not going to so go like, upstairs after this and beat it. No, no, it's just going to stay another another game on our list of games we reviewed that I didn't beat. You're so close. But yep. f- fair enough. I'm not going to do it. Maybe maybe we'll beat it one day. You and me. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, wow, this maybe. would probably be easy if I had a fucking partner here doing it with me. But And then yeah. Anna was like, well, do you want to do it together? And I was like, no, nah, I don't have time. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't. That's, I didn't that's have time. So fun- 
No, that's fair because you had D&D before this. That's so funny compared to like me. I was like sitting around. It's like four and I'm like, hey, hon, do you want to like do you want to hop on and we'll like level you up and you can you can play along? She's like, oh, yeah, sure. And we just had a we had a lovely time tonight playing Scott Pilgrim together. That's great. Hey, this is an edit. Um, I totally did actually end up beating this after we recorded uh, with Anna and uh, it was a great time. I used the sword. Um, we really enjoyed ourselves. That's all. Just a just an update. Well, finish talking about the boss battle and then tell yeah, me yeah. about just co-op. Yeah, I have some I have some thoughts about that as well. Okay. For the boss, it was like basically I'd gotten to Gideon yesterday, uh, last night I was playing this, and it got to be like around midnight and I had gotten to Gideon I'd given him a like maybe three tries and I was like okay I'm just gonna come back to this in the morning yeah I'm kind of done because I've like played I don't know like four hours the of the fucking, fucking game, game at that point same for me yeah yeah um so I was like okay I'll come back to this later uh came back to it today and like had a lot more luck with Gideon I think I might have died to like his first form a couple times last night because i just really wasn't like on the ball uh because when i came back to it i was like oh i'm having like a way easier time with this generally yeah but yeah because the the elevator sequence was also like kicking the shit out of me so i was getting into the boss without a whole lot oh okay yeah see i had no problem with that like that was such a rhythm that i developed and like here's how i have to deal with each type of guy that was just like boom 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 let's go i wasn't throwing them or like knocking them off of the platform originally. Right. And that was like the big issue. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And there's like the gap when you're at the bottom that they fall through as well. Yeah. 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 Once I got that down, I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then I had like good health going into it and everything. Yeah. Uh, Still couldn't do it for a bit. And then like, I was like, okay, gonna do co-op. Right. So co-op. Co-op is fun. I, I liked it a lot. Had a good time. I have one major issue with it. Okay. Even with friendly fire turned off, thrown items hit your your co-op partner. I fucking hate that thrown items hit you at all in this. Yeah, like I kind of And they have get such it. a wicked ricochet that it fucking goes back and forth across the screen like yeah. three times. It like depends a bit on the item, but like some of them are fucking brutal for it. Yeah. I don't mind it that much when it's me doing it. Because, like, I know I'm doing it and I can kind of like. Sure, I fucked up. Yeah. 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 I fucked up if I got hit and I should be like moving up or down to kind of get out of its its way if it's going to ricochet. Yeah. But what sucks is when you're trying to do a heavy combo and then there's a fucking item underneath you and you throw it. But your friend who is also right next to you doing a heavy combo gets hit by it and then you throw their body into a pit. Because they're just fucking next to you and it's the same button to throw and to punch and everything. And like, honestly, I get that that's like a beat em up thing that like these buttons are all used on the same shit. But like the Xbox controller and like modern controllers have so many buttons, dude. You got buttons, dude. Map that shit to the triggers. Well, you can change that stuff, though. You can change it in control settings. So you can change the controls like the mapping. But I, I doubt that you can change like oh, circle or triangle now does heavy attack only, but not pick up, you know, like it's still going to be. Yeah, I didn't look, honestly. I was just like, oh, cool. You can change controls. Okay. Yeah. And then that was it. But like bumper and trigger, 
you know? Yeah. Like, I would love if, like, it was the fucking left bumper to to grab uh, an yeah. item or something, you know? Yeah. Do you ever use your striker? Oh, the left bumper? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a few times. It didn't seem like it did anything. I used it once. What was it? You have to hold it for a second. So mine was Knives, who comes out of nowhere and smooches Kim. And I think it gives you like a little heel and a little guts. Okay. Mine, does it say love with a big puff of smoke? I don't think so. But I think okay, they have different mine was, strikers. Mine was Knives, who comes out of nowhere and, I don't know, creates the word love in a big puff of smoke. And it didn't seem like anything happened. Uh, okay, okay. That's like a, <laughs> that's a bit in the movie. And I would imagine the the book as well. But I don't remember what the context is, so I have no clue why it would be that. That's fine. And maybe you know, Scott just doesn't get one. <laughs> that could be a good segue as well into, you know, it's always interesting when you just say that something is a segue rather than naturally just segueing into the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Here's our this, segue. And we're going to use it to get this over here there. Here is a segue. And here is Hop where on. I am going. <laughs> Here we yeah, are. Right off a cliff. We've arrived at the thing that I wanted to segue to, which is I actually oh, forget what I was here. fucking gonna say. But um <laughs> <laughs> Did I you spent just get so that? much time talking about the segue that I forgot what I was segueing to. <laughs> um the fact that there's inside of this game, there's not that much story because you it's expected that you know what scott pilgrim is and you know what the story is yeah and in the intro animation it's like scott pilgrim is in love with ramona flowers and must defeat her seven evil exes in order for for them to live happily together in love and peace forever and then it's like yeah play the game there's seven levels go and i kind of like that there's no dialogue it's just like here's the evil x it's this person their power is they got a pig cot yeah they got a pig cot you know so I kind of like that and dislike that because when you're thinking about standalone game, this has no context really. Yeah. You know, but so, I feel like it, it gets enough context across that even if you didn't know anything about it, you'd be like, okay, I've got to go fight these ex-boyfriends. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, and then at the end yeah. of each level, it's like showing Scott and Ramona smooching. Yeah. How cute. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay. All right. It, it's very weird playing as Kim. Because you're just like, why am I fighting these guys? <laughs> I guess because, I'm here. Does it show the same like still image of like Kim in the background? It does. It oh, does. that's good. I like that's I like good. that Kim is just always like, okay. All right. Like about yep. the whole thing. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I guess it should be noted. Neither of us have read the Scott Pilgrim comics. We've both seen no. the movie, but like yes. years ago, right? Yeah. Like when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys had it on DVD, maybe? I... Yes, I think I had it on DVD. I might have had a pirated or a, a borrowed copy beforehand. A legally acquired copy. Yeah, yeah. No, I ha- you had it legally on a DVD. That's my favorite one. I had a eh, copy. Right. <laughs> yeah. A copy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to uh, rewatch yeah. it again, and I kind of want to, like, read the comics finally. Cause I was thinking the same thing of all of them, yeah. about all of those, yeah. I've been meaning to. If I if I find a borrowing link for the comic, I'll right. I'll, let, I'll lend it it's to called, you. It's called a sharing link, actually. Like that's oh, actually right, right. the term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Napster, you know, sharing. Yeah, a lender's link. Yeah, an F two F sharing link. Yeah, yeah. A friend to friend. That's right. You got it. Um, 
We could have done a we could have done a Scott Pilgrim triple threat for Michael Sarah's birthday or something. Ooh, true. Or Brian that's a good Leo. movie. Is it Brian Leo Malley's birthday? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the guy. I met him briefly. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I, oh, was this that? This was at T- uh, Toronto T-Fal? Comic Arts Festival. Yeah, T-Cal. Right, T-Fal. T-Fal. Yeah. Like the frying pan. Yeah, tiefling. Tiefling, yeah. Yeah. Good one. Brian Leo Malley is a tiefling. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> oh, I was saying, I was really talking about the story, how the story is not really here in the game. It's somewhere else. I think that that's like cool for the style of this game because like, Mo- like Double Dragon 2 is literally like the two main characters are hanging out with their girlfriend and then a mean guy walks up and punches her in the stomach and takes her go yeah and it's like you don't need like it, it really it has that classic feel where you don't need a whole bunch of motivation it's like something happened resolve the conflict and you're yeah, like okay yeah. let's do it let's resolve the fucking conflict you guys yeah and Scott Pilgrim's kind of perfect for that as like a video game because it is so just like, here's the goal. Right. This is what yeah. you have to do if you want to date this person in peace. And you can c- kind of see it too on like, you know, an old arcade machine where it's like, you know, the press start screen just has like this cutscene playing yeah. on a yeah, loop. Yeah, yeah. And then that's, yeah, like it, it does have that charm to it. Yeah, it's your eye catch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. I'm for it, I think. Yeah, for that for that thing. It was just a... Minimal, but good because of it. But see, then I already know Scott Pilgrim. Right. Yeah, no, you know what? Fair. Yeah, no, fair. It gets pass. That gets pass. I think that, like, someone who's playing this probably at least knows, like, vaguely about Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Like, yeah, enough to basically know what it's going to tell you anyways. And I think what it tells you anyways is enough to be like... I'll play a beat em up about that. Sure. Sure. Yeah, you that's know? fair. I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to mention, how did you find the vegan uh, guy? The This is the fight uh, with the Clash of Demon Head, their bassist. Oh, oh yes. Um, This was one that gave me a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I was fine. Oh, hold on. Let me think. Okay. Letting you think. Letting you think some big thoughts. I really liked the lead up to him mm-hmm. where you're running through, you know, the the fight with the first two members is pretty easy. And then you yeah. run through the maze, quote unquote, which is just like a yeah, straight the, line. The of, fucking Garfield panels. Yeah, literally that. <laughs> like it, it um, looks like it color wise. That was the first thing I thought of. It was It was interesting. It was a little bit funny, I think, because... It makes you think that it's going to be easy. Right. Like it leads you to, to think it's going to be easy. And then you do like the base battle and you just have to press a button and it doesn't matter what time you press it on. It just yeah. is fine. And then you go and fight him out back and he's this big fucking like telekinetic motherfucker. Yeah. And that it was definitely hard. There was the one move that I'm trying to think. I think just dodging all the throwing objects. Yeah. Flying objects was was tough. So for me, the toughest thing was when I was up close and like also for the first while, like I, I you you said you bought a bunch of strength upgrades, right? Uh, Yes. So, yes. Did you have any difficulty with that hallway sequence like where you have to bust through? Nothing. I used the dash 
the dash X where you like shoulder check. Yeah. So it would take me three to four heavy attacks to break a wall. Oh, yeah. And then I would get launched because I wouldn't break it in time and I would get hit. I would get launched and then I would have that long like getting up time. And in that time, he would basically be at me again. And I think I broke through one wall in the entire time and ran through it and then got trapped again and got hit again. So like by the end of that sequence, my first time that fucking sucks. I had lost like a whole life. Like it yeah. was brutal because yeah. I hadn't upgraded my strength at all. Right. Yeah. And I, by that point I was fucking, I was, I was strong. I was powerful man. So yeah, beefy I just boy. went for it. You know, I just, just pounded her out. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and this boss, like I had to, I had to fucking cheese him out. Because I couldn't do enough damage and I didn't have the the roll yet. Uh, yeah. So right. basically, I would be stuck standing in front of him as he does the shocky thing, which I think goes through your guard. Okay. Um, if I wanted to, like, I would, like, try to punch at him, right? And I would yeah. get a few punches in, which would do very little damage. And then he would hit me with that, like, electric shock that he does if you're punching him. Yeah. What I was able to do later was like roll behind him, but I did since I didn't have it, I basically was just going to get hit. So what I decided to do instead, because I was low on health, was um, I started blocking as he used the tele the telepathy and that way he would like launch all the shit at me and then I would just throw shit at him and get like two damage at a time. And it was extremely slow. Uh, eventually I ended up like trapping, a uh, the, the big like tire between us. The tire is the hitting, trick. Yeah, yeah. Hitting that into him and it bouncing back and forth. You can get a lot of damage out of that. That is, that's really, you have to use the thrown objects there, right? Yeah. Like that it, it is trying to tell you to do that, but yeah, the tire is definitely the, the primary thing that you should be using. Yeah. Yeah. That is the key. Yeah, going back to the boss later, it was just sure. like it was so easy. Like I would just roll behind him and then I could get like a full combo, but beforehand I was like, "Oh, this fucking this is this kind of sucks." It the fight actually went on so long when I was throwing shit at him that the the music started to like glitch and like not play properly because oh, I really? think this game, I think this game has a memory leak issue, which like uh there are plenty of games that like have those if it's like something that's not going to crash the game. So a memory leak is basically like when a game tries to store information in the RAM of the console, it's trying to store too much is what I understand. Okay. And so it loses like things that should be loaded in there. Gotcha. So like a really famous example is when Bloodborne came out, uh, the longer you had the game running, the more shit got saved to the RAM. And thus, it couldn't load in new boss moves. And so the longer you had played the game, the less and less moves the bosses were able to do. So if someone played that game in a really long session, it was a really weird glitch, the easier it would get. That's fun. And eventually, like, the last boss is doing, like, one attack. They patched it really quickly, but it was it was fucked, yeah. You know what? It's It's interesting that you say that. And I, I, I want you to finish the thing about a memory leak in this, but it's interesting that you say that because the way that it felt with Scott Pilgrim to me was that it actually got easier as it went on. Okay, okay. 
because I had so much difficulty with that first level and because I figured that out and upgraded my stats so quickly, I was able to basically coast until like, right. you know, level six when I started to have some difficulty or whenever that when's that guy? He's Lee's palace. Sorry. Leo's place. Second or third, I think. He was the one exception. Okay. Yeah. You know, to 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 coasting, but pretty much like I was able to get through. I was flying through stuff one try, two tries. No right, problem. Right, right. I think because because I hadn't upgraded my strength until like much later, like literally yeah. after I had gotten to Gideon was the first time. Right. Um I think I had like it was like difficult, but I had enough health and defense that like I could last, but it was like, I need to be doing good combos and shit to be able to like win. Sure. Yeah. 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 And I have to like avoid getting hit because over time I would get whittled down because it took me so long to beat just like a goon. So like we kind of had very different experiences in that way, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean that, that, you know, goes to the flexibility of the gameplay. Yeah. But it, it's also kind of a weird. Yeah. It, it's a weird thing where like, bringing stats into a game that are like freely like grindable it can make balancing a game really confusing because like i didn't you you had the thing of like you were coasting and like for some players that's good for other players they might want like more of a challenge out of it like i really enjoyed the level of challenge that i got but it was definitely not coasting yes i wasn't like i wasn't you know, it wasn't super easy. It still felt like yeah. a challenge, but I could do it. Right, right. And that's right. for someone who will quit, and that's that's a key. I will quit. And I actually I I realized something about myself, and it wasn't maybe it was with the boss. Maybe I want to go back on something I said about rage quitting. It wasn't so much that I was like, fuck this, I'm angry at this. Yeah. It was just like I don't care about this deeply enough. This isn't oh, yeah. important enough to me to want to finish it. Yeah. I was like, I got there. I got to the end. This boss can fucking lick an egg. I don't give a fuck. I'm done. Yeah. That See, that's where I get with like, if I'm going to quit a game, that's where I'm at or I'm just bored. Like, it's one or the other. That's what it was. It was just like, it's not worth me. Get, and it was frustrating because it felt unfair. But I was just like, well, I don't need to worry about it. It's... Yeah, it's over. It's not important. It, it's funny. I didn't want to bring it up before, but like when I talked about not getting mad at like dying in games, like a lot of that is like I play a lot of roguelikes and I play a lot of right. like Dark Souls and Bloodborne and whatever. And like, I think those games have just like trained being mad at dying out of me. But then like there are games where like you're just not interested in the gameplay enough to want to deal with like bullshit. And sure, that's like the experience I had with Sekiro, which is like, you know, it's a from software game. It's like, uh, you know, it's I wouldn't say that it's a Souls game because I think it operates really differently, but it's like considered like in that kind of group because it's the same developer. And I never wanted to get good enough at the gameplay to get through it. And so I just never like stuck with it because the world wasn't that interesting. The story wasn't that interesting. Like nothing that got me into the other games was there. And so I was just like, okay, and stop playing it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's all fair. And yeah, yeah, you know, that's that's sort of the thing. Also, interestingly, of playing something for a podcast where I'm like, well, I got to get to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right? Like I think uh, you know, Disco Elysium is a is a big a big big game with a lot of yeah. material lot going on, and and I forget did that was did you finish that? I didn't finish that, but um, okay, but that was one where it was like you could get enough of the sense of the gameplay. And with this, you could really get a sense of the gameplay from just doing two levels. Right. But yeah, as a package, you don't really get that. And and the last boss is important. If, yeah. you know, even if you don't get there or even if it is weighted weirdly or is unfair. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's almost convenient that you can just stop playing at the end since that's the part that like, right. Is kind of the piss off. Like that's true. It's not, yeah, it's not super necessary. Like for me at that point, even if I did find it like really hard to do type like like it's bullshit, but I didn't find it particularly like difficult by the time I went back there with Alyssa. But I think if it was difficult and bullshit, but I was that close to the end, I probably still would have like stuck through and tried to do it at least for yeah. another few hours. Just to be like, cool, I finished it. And so did you, did the two of you have any problem beating it together? And what was that like? Not really. Um, We did do like the one attempt where I mentioned Alyssa was like screaming, laughing at me getting fucking punched repeatedly. We had gone into the level with her with only one uh, life because she had like, yeah just the way that we had finished levels was like one of us would lose all their lives and then the other one would have one left. And then we'd finish the level, go to the next one. They'd have three lives and then one person would have one. So yeah. we both died to him and then we were like, okay, cool. We're now at three lives. We went back in and then we beat him. So I don't think we really had like a ton of difficulty on our second go. Cause I had gotten used to moving around the platform pretty well without falling. Yeah. Uh, Cause I had taken really like much of five problem, times at that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd saved the sword for like the ending part and that made it that made it a lot easier. Right. Yeah. I found hanging out at the bottom of the stage was helpful because he can only move so far down and that way like his punch kind of misses. Yeah, because you can be below it because it's always with the same hand, his right hand, right? Exactly. And then what I would do is I would like throw the sword or like yeah, I would throw it and then I would block when he was doing like the big skull thing. Right. And Those were pretty much fuck to, to dodge. It was really Most just, of them just the didn't punch. hit me. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. they just wouldn't. Yeah, they just, yeah. It like it's didn't just even feel like punch. a threat. Yeah, yeah. Which and I think that for me that speaks to it even being more broken, unfairly weighted. Yeah, 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 yeah. It should be like the punch should be a longer wind up so you have time to block or counter, and yeah. the like skulls should hit you a little easier. Yeah, or and I'm not I'm not certain, but it seems like the punch also breaks in the invincibility frames you have, or they just don't last very long. I think I think anytime I tried to roll and make use of the invincibility frames, it was like I would just roll off the side. Yeah, exactly. And then it was like, okay, why am I even trying? I don't know. I could go on about that. It really pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, yeah. like, it's not, it's, that phase is not a good boss battle. I think the first part of Gideon's fight is really cool. I think this, the third part is also pretty cool, if, like, a little basic. Isn't that the third part? No, no, the third part, so the first part is him, like, big, uh, super Gideon, and then there's Gigadian, right. and then there's one more form after you oh. go through, like, a little fucking area fighting a bunch of robots, which you Fuck have to that. do... 
as like part of the boss fight. So if you die, you go back to the elevator. Oh yeah. See, and all that is like absolute madness to me. Oh, that's what happened. We died. We died during that part and then had to do it again. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we beat. See, I never even saw Giga Dion twice. And, and like the, the boss fight at the end there is like, it's kind of cool. It takes place like in that weird blue, like subspace highway. Yeah. It's just kind of like, he's just kind of a lot like a normal little guy like one of the little enemies. Sure. Um, but like a lot faster. He has like a attack while he's downed, uh, all that stuff. He has like a ranged attack, but like, That's I just jumped wild. over it and kept like kicking him in the teeth and was like, okay, got him. Yeah. I can't imagine trying to do that. Like at no point did I get close. I was like, this has to be the end. This has to be the end. Yeah. Yeah. Has to be. Yeah. Right. No. Holy fuck. Classic. It was, and you know, it's not a fucking boss battle without a form change. Am I right? No, no, you gotta have, oh, you, gotta have you, got, you gotta have at least two if it's gonna be the last boss. Oh, stupid. Yeah. Like, it's so overdone. That's just a, as a trope. It's like, fuck me. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did find that to be, like, a very satisfying ending um, because you fight him in that, in that, like, subspace and then it kind of, it does, like, a Dr. Wily Mega Man 2 thing where it's like, oh, you were in, like, a VR room. Yes. Uh, and he was running the machine and he like jumps down from there and I think you like punch him once and then he like goes onto his hands and knees and it actually it gives the um what the fuck okay. you know when you have to like you have to fight like a car or whatever or like a bomb to like make it not explode yeah um and it says break and it has the little arrow yeah it has that at Gideon <laughs> oh, so you good. like you then punch him and he fucking like melts and explodes See, look, they've got that fucking break text. Why can't they have that on a goddamn right? shop? Right, right. Literally just uh, that. Yeah. See? You could have even just used the break one. It would be weird and everyone would be confused, but it would fucking get people in there. It, they'd go to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I thought that that was a really satisfying like ending to the fight. Good. Okay. Yeah. And I kind of like that he like goes to a normal size for that last part because it's like, cool you're fighting him on like equal playing field type thing yeah you've cut him down a size yeah yeah and and i should note like this game's full of a lot of references the giga dion is like a reference to a lot of final fantasy bosses uh where they'll turn into like a big fucking crazy monster monster thing yeah (laughs) classic and yeah classic so I, I, I like the fight overall. That phase is garbage. Great. Thanks for saying so. So is it good? Okay, Alphonse, my friend. Yes. My good dear friend. Uh, I gave you this game, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the Game Complete Edition. Yes, uh, you gave me the game, Scott Pilgrim, the World, <laughs> Complete Edition. You're very <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, the World, <laughs> Complete Edition. <laughs> complete fucking... Uh, <laughs> It's Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game complete edition. Everybody knows that. Okay. Was it good? Is this art good? What do you think? Yeah. The end. Bye. <laughs> okay. Rating. What do you rate it? I haven't really thought about it that much. I think I'd give this game a, a 7.5. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Sticking with the, the game develop or the game journalist classic review score of seven. <laughs> <laughs> except except in most fucking game reviews seven means the game's garbage because no one wants to rate anything below five because everybody expects it to be a fucking 10 
yeah like it's it's a weird thing where like no game gets below like you have to be like fallout 76 like a fucking broken piece of shit that doesn't work at all to get like a two even but you mean a fucking you mean a real seven because we are i mean a real seven our ratings are real our ratings are bang the fuck on oh if a game's shit i'll give it a shit rating because it's yeah and seven not a shit rating 7.5 you said actually is a this is a good game i enjoyed myself uh it was a it was a fun way to kind of dip back into a genre i haven't really played in a long time yeah. Um, and I'm also interested now to check out the comics and I'm probably going to rewatch the movie either tonight or like soon. Well, there you go. Got a, got a little launching pad for a whole other couple of evenings of entertainment. Yeah, there we go. And like <laughs> I, I was really into the movie back when it came out as well. Like I watched yeah. that quite a few times. So I think I'm going to give it a 7.5 because I think that there's like issues like the way the leveling system works um a couple of things that like i was like oh this could work a little better right like the the boss fight with the mecha and gideon's fight like could be better and like the fact that those stores are so like weird and hidden and kind of like obtuse when you're in the menu they don't tell you what the thing does that you're buying uh i think those all kind of things that we suck yeah. yeah that that's my objective review okay and then subjectively actually you know what i think i'm gonna give it a seven objectively and a 7.5 subjectively because i get a lot out of the like the art design and the sprite animation like all of that stuff i really like and just like i like scott pilgrim in general as like a thing sure uh the music is also really good in this game uh it's by automata gucci which is a yes like synth rock band synth pop type thing yeah they did a really good job like it's all really catchy but like feels very video gamey at the same time it feels very video gamey and it and it doesn't really get boring or or like feel repetitive you know yeah yeah there's a there's a lot i like about it um my milk rating uh i think this would be like a like a 10 percent, like a half and half cream yeah you know? good okay. yeah good uh, fat content in there pretty solid yeah a thick boy i you know i think i'm gonna go uh just the opposite of you i'm gonna do a 7.5 objectively and a 7 subjectively but i don't have anything really to add i think that i've made myself pretty clear here it's pretty obvious like i don't think that there's a whole lot to dissect in this game it kind of just is what it is and we've yeah we've gone over the things right and that's good and that's a good thing it's a good game and I enjoyed it. And I think I will go with a half and half. Yeah. Well, nah, yeah, half and half. Yeah. We've got we've got right. different brands of half and half. That's what it is. We do. I've got my yeah. East Coast. It's Farmer's brand here. Uh, I've got like the, the seal test. Right. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what comes next? Okay, Alphonse. It feels like a long time since we've done a What Comes Next because we had, know, we right? had a vacation in there. Yeah, it has right? been a so, while. Would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? I think you go first because we did Garfield or Lasagna Cat first uh, last time. Sure. So. Well, okay. Well, I've got, uh, I've got a nice easy one for you. Uh, it's right. a film. And you just mentioned Lasagna Love Cat. It's actually 
It's actually something that we mentioned in the Lasagna Cat episode. It oh, is man. Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm so down. I loved I actually, that movie uh, as a kid when it, when they fucking rented it. Like I was like, yeah. oh, this is sick. But like, I know it's it's reviled. I actually watched this. I watched this like just before Thanksgiving, I think. Holy shit. Yeah. So, yeah, that should be a good time. I'm absolutely I'm down. All right. Uh, Speaking of of, uh, you know, weird CG movies with uh, comedians that were popular in the 90s. I'm also giving you a classic comedy. Okay. Uh, this is actually, this is going to be lining up for our, our first video episode. Yes, our first video episode. What Fuck up? Yeah. yeah. What's it going to be? Let's fucking go. <laughs> it's funny because we planned that we were going to do it and then we were like, huh, I guess we don't know what it'll be. This is it. This is the determining one. It's time. <laughs> I'm giving you, uh, you know, Someone, someone who would have shared some time at SNL with uh, Mr. Mike Myers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm giving you <laughs> Jack and Jill by Adam Sandler. The uh, by Adam <laughs> yeah, Sandler. Adam no. Sandler's Jack and Jill. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I have an okay. interesting story to tell about this movie. <gasps> oh. Not, not a super long one, but I will tell you it in the episode. Because it'll be good. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Is this art good on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? We are on anchor.fm slash is this art good? And starting January 30th, we are on Spotify video podcasts. Jack and Jill will be the first video podcast we released. Holy poop. What a great work of art for that. Is this art good at gmail.com is our email address. And thank you for listening to our review today. Yeah, thanks, guys. That sounded really commercial, didn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it.